Welcome to Better Animal Handling, Chapter 11, Episode 90. From the center of Missouri, USA, I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog and horsing around co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals from chihuahuas to Clydesdales act as they do, and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode's on trailering horses, hauling, and unloading. Our topics for this week are hauling horses and trailers, unloading horses from trailers, pre-trip checks, and trailer maintenance, and air travel for horses. Prior to traveling, a driver hauling horses should plan a route, check the weather, and ensure Proper paperwork is ready. Travel in the first two hours should be especially careful. After two hours, the horses should be checked and rechecked every four hours of travel afterwards. Every four hours, the horses should have at least 30 minutes of trailer rest at a stop. Trailering is particularly tiring on horses since they stand the entire time. Constant balancing and bracing with the starts, stops, and sways of the trailer can be exhausting. At least one night of rest should be provided for each eight hours of trailering. Signs of discomfort in the horses can include restlessness, sweating, or trembling, or lying down. Drivers should keep their own rest stops as short as possible while the horses are still being trailered. In preparation for hauling horses, Drivers should practice towing and backing the trailer. They must stay alert and avoid driving if tired, injured, or on medication that adversely affects their ability to remain alert or that might decrease their reaction time. The lead rope should be tied with enough slack to permit the horse to balance itself while being towed and reduce the risk of claustrophobia. A breakaway halter or tie ring that permits sliding, like a blocker or tie ring, should be used to inhibit the horse from lowering its head during a normal trip, but still permit it to free its head if in a trailer accident. A cotton lead rope should be used for tying in a trailer. For trips lasting more than three hours, the horse must be able to lower its head. Respiratory secretions are not properly cleared if horses cannot lower their head below the height of their withers within six hours. Accumulated mucus and other secretions can then become media for bacterial growth. Floor mats increase traction, reduce noise, and road heat. For short distance trips, only rubber mats are sufficient. Bedding on top of the mats is desirable for longer, which are more than two hours, long trips, when horses are more likely to urinate in the trailer. Because bedding can reduce the air quality, 
Only low dust, pine, large flake shavings should be used. Trailer stall dividers should not go down to the floor so that an adult horse has more room to balance itself. However, if there's a possibility of a foal going under or being thrown beneath a divider, the bottom of the divider should be blocked. No feed is needed during short trips of less than three hours. Feeding should be done three hours or more prior to travel and grass hay provided every two to four hours to maintain normal gastrointestinal activity. Dust is reduced if fed in a trailer with a manger and wetted hay cubes are used. Stops should occur at least every four hours to allow horses to drink and, if possible, eat grass. Some horses will not drink water that's not from its home. Water should be provided in a familiar bucket. Adding peppermint oil to the horse's water at home and later water from other sources may induce them to drink water that is not from home. Colic can occur because of a reluctance to drink adequately during travel. Stallions and geldings stretch backwards and spread their legs to urinate, and many will not urinate in a trailer. Stops every 200 miles or 4 hours may be necessary to prevent urine retention. It's important to stop in places away from traffic where the horse can walk around, graze, urinate, and defecate before resuming travel. Blankets should be avoided in most cases to reduce the risk of overheating. However, in cold weather, the trailer should be well ventilated. This may necessitate blanketing horses, especially in stock or open trailers. If hauling in a stock trailer or a horse trailer with windows that will be open for ventilation in warm weather, Horses should wear fly masks to protect their eyes from flying insects and debris in the trailer, especially loose bedding materials. Proper driving while hauling horses in the trailer takes practice. Otherwise, a horse can be thrown off its feet with fast starts, sudden stops, and sudden turns. To test the driver's skills, a bucket of water can be placed in an empty trailer that will be hauled to determine if a driver can pull the trailer without spilling the water bucket. Drivers must always remember that extra room is needed to stop when hauling a trailer with horses. The normal distance between the towing vehicle and a vehicle ahead of it should be doubled when hauling a horse trailer. Safe driving becomes even more important when hauling horses in adverse weather conditions. Distractions such as the use of cell phones should be strictly avoided while towing a horse trailer. Smoking materials should never be thrown from the towing vehicle. Lit cigarettes or matches can be sucked into the horse trailer and cause a trailer fire. If an emergency stop becomes necessary, horses should not be unloaded next to a highway. An off-road area away from the highway should be sought and unloading done only if necessary. Emergency flashers should be turned on. If pulling off the roadway is not an option, flares or flashing lights should be placed at 20, 50, 100, 200, and 300 feet behind the trailer. If flares or lights are not available, other people should be enlisted to alert motorists. Two spare tires should be carried due to the frequent occurrence of two flats at the same time on horse trailers. 
a limited power of attorney for animal health care document should be kept in the towing vehicle to direct emergency responders who have a legal authority to make decisions on the treatment of the horses if the owner is injured in an accident while pulling horses in a trailer. Free forms are available at usrider.org. U.S. Rider is an equestrian motor plan that provides roadside assistance and towing services for vehicles and horses. Unloading can be the most dangerous aspect of hauling horses. The lead rope should be untied before releasing the butt bar or chain and opening the back door of the trailer. Untying must be done without entering the trailer with the horse. Untying horses in stock trailers can be done from the outside of the trailer. Other trailers may allow the handler to get to the tie ring from a window, a front compartment, or an empty stall adjacent to the horse to be untied. Horses should be trained to wait a couple of minutes after being untied until given permission to come out. After the horse is untied, the handler should open the back door and release the butt bar or chain and go into the trailer and pet the horse briefly for standing still and then ask it to quietly back up. Before backing a horse out of a trailer, there should have been prior assurance that the trailer cannot move and that the doors are securely open and unable to move with a wind gust. If the horse rushes back, a handler could be caught in thrashing. Rushing back is unacceptable and indicates the need for more training in loading and unloading for the horse. After the horse is unloaded, care should be taken if tying to the trailer. Ties near door latches that may catch a lead rope or wheel wells where a pawing hoof might get caught should be avoided. Horses should never be tied to an unhitched trailer. A scared horse can pull a trailer and cause great damage to itself and anything around it. Abby says she can keep a horse from rushing out of trailers. She's right, but that's why she has to be kept away when unloading. She never wants to let them out. Her herding genotype did not include unloading genes. Safer trailering requires proper trailer and towing vehicle maintenance. Drivers need to comply with the towing vehicle's manufacturer's maintenance schedule. Towing weights should not exceed 85% of the towing vehicle's maximum towing capacity. The vehicle should have a factory-equipped or after-factory towing package. Towing packages typically include oversized battery, high-output alternator, wiring harness for the trailer, heavier brakes and suspension, transmission oil cooler, oversized radiator, and high-capacity water pump, and an axle ratio that's geared for towing. Oversized extendable side mirrors are also helpful. Most states do not require yearly safety inspections of horse trailers, but wheel bearings should be repacked every 12 months or 12,000 miles. An annual inspection should include the wiring, brakes, and emergency breakaway cable, pin, and control box. 
Horse trailers are required to have emergency breakaway system to activate trailer brakes if the trailer becomes uncoupled from a truck during travel. The trailer battery that activates the trailer brakes in an emergency should be rechecked at least once a year. Oak planks are best for flooring covered by non-slip rubber mats. Low dust bedding should be used in areas where horses may urinate to prevent splashing and encourage elimination. At least once a year, wood floorboards should be checked for rot or aluminum floorboards checked for weakening from oxidation. Floor mats should be removed when washing the interior and left out until the flooring is dry. Tires should have at least one-fourth inch of tread. Trailer tires should be considered to be replaced at six years, regardless of the extent of wear. Tire failure is a leading cause for serious trailer accidents. Tires for trailers are different than for trucks. The load rating for most trailers is at least D, that is an eight-ply tire designed ST stiff sidewalls to prevent sway and carry heavy loads. Drum brakes should be adjusted every 5,000 miles. A maintenance checklist should be reviewed prior to each trip. A checklist prior to hauling horses includes number one, check tire tread, tire pressures, vehicle and trailer lights, brakes, and floor of the trailer. Number two, check interior for sharp edges, protruding nuts or bolts, wasps or rodent nests, and spoiled feed. Number three, open vents, but do not open drop-down windows if horses could stick their head out during travel. Number four, clean and inspect flooring after each haul. Number five, inspect all fluid levels in towing vehicle. Number six, lubricate the trailer ball and check it for tightness and check the coupler on the trailer for a proper operation and an effective locking mechanism. After hooking up the trailer, make sure the hitch is properly attached and locked in place. And the safety chains are crossed underneath the hitch and attached to the towing vehicle properly. And the breakaway emergency stop cable is attached. Number seven, pull the trailer empty and check the brakes on the towing vehicle and the trailer. Number eight, load emergency materials for horses and people, first aid kits, ABC rated fire extinguishers, blankets and drinking water. Number nine, load emergency tools, flashlight and spare batteries, jumper cables, duct tape, extra halters and lead ropes, spare vehicle bulbs and fuses, crowbars, pliers, screwdrivers, wrenches, hammer, traction devices in winter, properly inflated truck and trailer spare tires, vehicle jacks, lug nut wrenches, three emergency reflective triangles, and four tire chocks. Number 10, load hygiene tools, broom, shovel, manure fork, bucket, and sponges. Number 11, 
Secure all tack and supplies to prevent slipping, sliding, and rolling during travel. And number 12, carry legal and emergency paperwork. Registration papers and titles for the truck and trailer. Emergency veterinary contact information. A limited power of attorney for animal health care document. Veterinary health certificates or certificate of veterinary inspection if crossing state lines. Coggins test papers, and if needed, a brand inspection certificate. If confronted with a trailer turnover accident with entrapped live horses, approach the trailer slowly to minimize the risk of inciting struggling. Set up a perimeter containment when a horse becomes free. If a horse cannot stand because its head is tied fast, tape a knife to a pole and cut the lead rope. Do not climb or reach into the trailer. Most domestic ranch and farm animals can be transported in appropriately prepared pickup trucks, including horses. Pickup beds can be floored with mats to improve fitting and outfitted with a rack on all four sides that are withers height or higher. Seasoned ranch horses can be trained to jump into pickup beds. Transporting them in a pickup bed avoids the expense of a trailer and the time involved in hooking and unhooking a trailer and the difficulty of backing up and parking a trailer. However, routinely transporting a horse in a pickup is inadvisable to the risk of the vehicle being top-heavy, increasing the risk of tip-over. The horse is also put at risk of eye injuries, especially if not tied to face backwards to the cab or wear a fly mask. Plus, there's no overhead shelter from sun, rain, or hail. Horses have been transported in airplanes for more than 70 years. At least five hours should be allowed for a horse to rest before it's loaded onto an air transport plane. Air travel containers are similar to small box stalls. The horse is usually cross-tied. Grain should not be fed immediately before, during, or immediately after flying. A handler needs to stay with the horse during takeoff, turbulence, and landings. Hay should be available and water offered every one to two hours. There should be at least one groom for every three horses. Chemical restraint is inadvisable since it could affect the horse's ability to balance itself during flight. Horses should only wear a halter. Leg wraps are avoided since they can become loose during flight and are unsafe to reapply while in flight. Blankets, boots, and head bumpers can cause the horse to overheat. At least one night of rest should be provided for each two hours of air travel. Now let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. Horses should be checked in the first two hours and every four hours afterwards when being trailered. Providing trailer bedding should be considered if trips are going to be more than two hours long. Horses should be taught not to unload until a handler asks them to move. 
Horses should only wear a halter when transported by airplane. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling is available in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press. It's also available on Amazon and from many other fine book supply sources. Additional information is available at betteranimalhandling.com. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Emmy and I hope you'll come back next week when I'll talk about donkeys. Hey, Abby, did you know that horses can be transported by airplane? Oh, you got that right, Abby. I would not want them taking an aisle seat next to me either. <laughs>